during the uh, uh, the last episode and this episode, we uh, we tried a, a shot of uh, what was it? Uh, Devil's it was a River shot over there at the oh, table. Yes, yes, what yes. was it? Devil's River. Devil's River. What can you tell us it's about a that? Texas bourbon. Actually, it's a ninety proof small patch bourbon out of I think it's somewhere near San Antonio. But it's really smooth on the palate. Good bourbon, just not super pricey. Yeah, you can't said for find the price, it it's not bad at it's all. It's like a $20 bourbon. It tastes like a $35, $40 bourbon. It was good. good. Stuff. It was definitely not disappointing. And smooth. Yeah, very smooth. Had a, had a nice, creamy, sweet flavor to it. And you don't usually think of Texas for bourbons. Yeah, no, I was very yeah, surprised. Yeah. Good stuff. I got to pause right here, and I just got to point out... Uh, you know, growing up, I remember seeing the uh, commercials on the TV all the time with Smokey the Bear, and you know, only you can prevent. Only you can prevent forest fires. Yeah. Well, Jonathan here is wearing a T-shirt that has Smokey the Bear, and it says, "Hey, uh, you got to channel your inner Sam Elliott to say like, only you can go fuck yourself." <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> it's so good. And uh, this episode, we're going to be trying the Red Breast 12-year-old single pot still Irish whiskey. Retails for about 65 bucks, uh, 40% alcohol, so that makes it 80 proof. It's a 12-year-old whiskey. What yeah. can you tell us about it, Wayne? It's fantastic. Enough said. This was another one that was uh, came at a uh, recommendation from a, a good friend, co-worker of mine. He has tried a lot of different ones, and he re- recommended this. Uh, actually, one day at work, we were talking about whiskeys, and he had a bottle of this sitting in his lower drawer at his desk uh, at work. And So anyway, I got an opportunity to uh, pick up a bottle, and so I decided to try it. And, you know, we've talked about and I've read and you hear about, you know, the 12 years is kind of a magic number for whatever reason in the aging process. Uh, I think last when we were talking about the scotches Mm -hmm. and the uh, Glenfiddich that we uh, talked about, you said that, you know, you'd had the 12 and the 15, Mm -hmm. but you really, really liked the 12. Yeah, the 15 for the extra money, it didn't really seem like that that big of a, a deal to to, to spend the extra money to get the 15. But 12 seems to be a world smoother flavor than a lot of your 8s or even, you know, your 4 or 6, mm-hmm. which a lot of your big name brands, you know, you you don't even get the 8 years. Yeah, it's like 3 to 6. Years. Yeah. This being a 12 year, you know, it's it's aged a, a lot longer and uh, it just has a really great smooth flavor to it. Uh, some of the tasting notes on there uh, it's mahogany in color. Yeah, I was just looking at it here in the light. It did not look mahogany to me. I thought mahogany was a dark wood. This is like yeah, I would agree. Honey, I, I I think that's a, a little misleading. Uh, I I would say honey, maybe maybe a hint of an amber. Mm-hmm. And the smell. What are you guys pulling off? This is another one that is uh, a single pot still. On that, I'm pulling some of that sweet sherry. It's always right off the bat. It's sweet. Yeah. In the tasting notes, uh, it, it lists cake and cream soda. Now, as a fat kid myself, I, I really enjoy cake. <laughs> Love it. I'm definitely getting the vanilla on it, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of van- vanilla in this. And I feel yeah. like, typically, you don't get a lot of vanilla from your Irish whiskeys. Right. Uh, are these are these aged in the sherry? Did you say that already? I think it might be. It smells great. I'm going to get a pull. And toffee. There's definitely a, a toffee on, on the... Uh, palette on this one. What's this last word down here? Treacy? Treacle? Treacle? I gotta bring it up closer to my face. Yeah, 
T R E A C L E. Might have to uh, hit get you. my friggin' thesaurus. What the hell's Tregal? Right. Yeah. No <laughs> idea. <laughs> what is this? Must have a dictionary. It definitely has a lot longer finish to it. Brazil nuts. <laughs> I don't know if I got Brazil nuts off that. I definitely do not. No. Okay. What was it that we tasted uh, the other day? Now maybe it's power suggestion. I tasted. <laughs> <laughs> we tasted something the other day that uh, peanuts. Yeah, peanut brittle. Peanut brittle was part of that. And uh, then I went home and demolished a can of peanut brittle. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Somebody gave me some uh, moonshine peanut brittle, whatever it was, and uh, uh, for uh, for Christmas. And I just kind of side eyeing it because I'm not a huge fan of peanut brittle. But when I got home, I tried some of it. Then I tried a little bit more. Then a little bit more. Then a little bit more. <laughs> Next thing I know, works. my girlfriend's calling me a fat ass, and I need to put down the butter brickle. Butter brickle. <laughs> the peanut brittle. Whatever the fuck it's called. Damn whiskey's getting my words mixed up. Wilford's looking at me. He's checking me out. But yeah, according to Google, it's pronounced treacle. A okay. thick, treacle. sticky, dark syrup made from partly refined sugar and molasses. All right. The more you know. Sounds a lot like uh, your butter brickle. Mm-hmm. Brickle butter. What's it called? <laughs> peanut butter, butter brickle? Peanut butter brickle batter. <laughs> <laughs> Damn near killed it. <laughs> What do we think of this it's, one? I think it's great on the nose. This is and it's, awesome. uh, it's it's smoother, I think, than the. Uh, I just want to pour it into a glass and make love to it. Actually, it's really good. <laughs> it's quite tasty. Well, it is an Irish whiskey. Yes. So I'm sure you can figure out how to sweet talk it. That's. Right. Or or fight it. <laughs> right. Maybe that's part of the sweet talking process. Are we fucking or are we fighting? <laughs> Choice is yours. We're doing both boards over. Either we're fucking or I'm fucking. <laughs> Yeah, it's good on the nose and it's good on the on the palate as well. It says here in the in the in the show notes here, the Irish champ. It says here Redbreast single pot still Irish whiskey. This 12-year-old is uh, one of the two whiskeys on the market that are 100% single pot still Irish whiskeys. And this, the process of making whiskey in a copper pot still, which I prefer, uh, both uh, from both malted and unmalted barley. Uh, that makes the Redbreast unique. Moreover, no grain whiskey is added to the 12-year-old. It's highly regarded as one of the best, if not the best, Irish whiskeys by notable critics and laymen alike. Would, are we are we notable critics or or are we laymen? I think I need a second opinion. <laughs> I might need to try again. I, I'm not sure. My critic or layman, because that was absolutely friggin' delicious. Just a short pour. Don't want to empty your bottle there. Oh, that's partially why I brought them, so... Well, mm-hmm. then keep going. <laughs> if they empty, they empty. Oh, I'm giving you a hard time. This is great. All right. This may be the new standard. What I think is fantastic about whiskeys and, and getting into this is the diversity that you find. I have bottles in my cabinet that I enjoy by themselves. Oh, yeah doesn't even occur to me to mix them with anything. Right. And then I have those other bottles that they're okay at best by themselves, right. but they're really fantastic when you bring them to life in a cocktail. And I, I absolutely love drinking neat. This is this is by far my first and foremost mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. go-to. I will mix a cocktail, and that it's exactly what you just said. It's usually with a what I consider to be a lesser bourbon or Irish or whatever 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 cocktail you're making. It's usually a little bit less, 
of a quality ingredient. But uh, no, this is absolutely outstanding, and what a delicious! Oh my gosh, this is this is by far. I I would have to agree. This is so to given date. This is the best Irish whiskey gift thing I've tasted. And and put a put a price tag on this if you don't mind, just an average because trying to figure 65. out sixty five dollar bottle of Irish whiskey, and this is absolutely fucking fantastic. So, Sorry, you know, I didn't ask before. Are we doing radio edits on this, or am I okay to say drop F-bombs? Oh. <laughs> There's no FCC regulations good. on this, on this podcast, good. as far as I know. Yeah. So Sweet. we should be good. Because I was just speaking very freely. Yeah, I think uh, the, only, the only things that we try to stay away from, as far as uh, show topics go, or topics of discussions... Or uh, what? What is it? Politics, religion, and professional wrestling. Oh, <laughs> right? shit! So I'm, I'm sure you've heard those three things mentioned on Johnny Dare. Well, hang on. I even got one. He, I got one out of two so far. Even though he talks about. I'm gonna all go of for the trifecta before we're over. All right. How do you okay. feel about Jerry Lawler? Is that wrestling? <laughs> <laughs> yes. See, like in the South, they say you got three kings. You got Elvis Presley. Uh. You got Jesus Christ, and you got Jerry Lawler. <laughs> I guess I missed that one. All I, right, all right. I missed Lawler. I don't know. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right. <laughs> so who the fuck is Jerry Lawler? He's a he's a wrestler. They call him the King. The King. Okay. I not, guess not to I be, really uh, not to be confused with uh, the King uh, NASCAR Richard Petty. So uh, growing up local here, the the King around here back when I was you know would have been Bulldog Bob Brown. Okay. Okay, so Back that's they, my wrestling area. They did uh, wrestling down at uh, WBAF. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. the old like, school shit. Yeah, yeah. When they still had razor blades in the corners. Man. And they would slam those guys in the corners, and they would, or they would grab a razor blade, and they would actually cut themselves mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. get the blood going on their face just to make it look, and then slam each other with fold-up chairs. Right. Oh, man. Not these heat-treated fold-up. Like bendable, super bendable fold-up chairs. Yeah. <laughs> Look at us talking about things that we said we wouldn't talk about. Here we are. We got two. Oh that's God. two out of three, baby. Woo! Now we just got it. Now we're just gonna have to move it over to the political arena. Ah, oh, wrestling. <laughs> All right. So we got so- politics left. We're doing this podcast today live in front of a studio of the audience. Mm-hmm. So any interjection that you hear is from outside commentary. <laughs> and who is this lovely outside commentary do we have here? What, what is Stephanie. It? The lovely Stephanie. The, the, the Stefani. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds exotic. Where did you find her? Stefani, her nickname is Half Pie Time. Right, maybe, maybe we'll we'll add uh, domestic disputes to the list of things we don't bring up. <laughs> That's right. We met in court one time, honey, I swear to God. <laughs> I was there with another woman, but I knew I only had eyes for you. <laughs> That's what the judge said. I couldn't see her no more. <laughs> Before this ends up on Jerry Springer, let's ask W two over here what he thinks of the um, uh, the the red breast, the twelve year old single pot Irish whiskey. Because uh, Mitch has already said it's the new standard. Oh for my him. god! Did you pause on breast? <laughs> yeah, right. But he was talking about women, and all I could think about is breast. I think it's fantastic. I, I I love this Irish whiskey. It's it's become easily one of my favorite ones. And it's sixty five dollars for a retail. You know, it it doesn't seem like it's it's not it's not that far out of reach. Say like two gingers or uh, what are some of the other popular 
Irish whiskey brands out there. <laughs> there are no other popular. You know, I almost actually brought two gingers today because I've had that a few times. And there's so many different levels to just that specific whiskey. Not unlike Jameson or Red Breast or anything mm-hmm. else. Um, they have a wine looked, product. Oh, yeah. I looked at some of uh, the uh, Red Breast that, you know, is well over a $100 bottle. Mm. And depending on the year and, and yep. the age and what have you. But yeah, the two gingers is. Uh, yeah, that, that's a pretty. That's definitely a solid one as well. And then there's Writer's Tears. I think we had that one day, mm-hmm. and I saw that was another one of those. Uh, which I'm not trying to advocate another whiskey, which we're not going to do here today. But I've, you know, it, it's just amazing. Depending on what you're looking at, at a sixty-five dollar whiskey mm-hmm. and a hundred and twenty dollar whiskey. Well, you brought over. We didn't try it, but you brought over. Was it? Uh, oh uh, yeah, yeah, twelve. Proper twelve. I, I don't know if I brought it over, but um, you don't. You're not a fan of it. No. No? Depends on maybe I haven't had a good one, but that has not been one of my favorite Irish whiskeys. I remember like all. not really knowing a whole lot about uh, Conor McGregor, the UFC right. fighter, because I kind of I tapped out of UFC kind of stuff around uh, the time that the Gracies entered the scene and started putting everybody to sleep, pulling them apart and making them all tap out, which is a feat in and of itself. Uh, this one, uh, the proper twelve, is from uh, Ewan Ewan McGregor. <laughs> wrong, wrong McGregor. Right. Fucking Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah, uh, Connor McGregor. And right. uh, you know, I liked it. I, I thought it was a pretty good one. But you know, entry and, entry level bottle or like yeah, just up? just the entry level. Because when I when I was introduced to Proper Twelve, uh, there was only one bottle in the product line. Okay, much like mm-hmm. the the Slipknot whiskey that we talked about, the number right. nine. And now uh, there's what like four of them. Mm-hmm. I think we talked mm-hmm. about. Clown's been busy. Yes, he's a busy boy. Yeah, I, maybe maybe I need to review proper uh, twelve again, but I just it, it, it didn't hit my palate the, that well. So it's just personal. Mm-hmm. Everybody and, and different and, tastes. Yeah, exactly. Different strokes, different folks. Right. Me personally, not a fan of Bushnell. Bushnell. What about Tullamore Dew? I think Tullamore Dew is a solid Irish whiskey. Mm-hmm. And and actually, I've got an empty bottle of Bushnell there, original Irish whiskey. I would not rate it high. Mm-hmm. on the list but I would rate it as palatable because yeah. I've, I've had a few that are not <laughs> Finnegan's first time Finnegan's. I had Telemore Dew it was uh, suggested to me by Chad Ruddle if you know him he's uh-huh. the, the deaf guy in the in the music scene here in, yeah. here in uh, the Kansas City area yeah, yeah. and uh, he, he recommended that highly it was like his, his favorite Irish whiskey and then when I tried it I was surprised that I had never never even heard of it before and uh, it quickly replaced Jameson as the the standard as far as Irish whiskey goes. But what you had said, this Red Rest 12-year-old uh, uh, Irish whiskey, uh, it, it kind of is the new standard. I mean, nothing against Tullamore Dew, nothing against Jameson Irish whiskey. But this stuff, this stuff's a whole nother level. <clears throat> I absolutely agree. And I and I love me some Tullamore Dew. Tullamore Dew is absolutely fine. This opens up a whole new door. It says on here that single malt whiskeys are generally distilled twice, whereas single pot still whiskeys more often than not distilled three times. And we talked about this one is uh, triple distilled, uh, like the Green Spot. Somehow this one's smoother. And the the Green Spot was smooth too. Yeah. I don't know if we said that in the last episode, but it, it was definitely it was definitely really smooth. Yep. I'd say smoother than Telemore Dew or or uh, Jameson. And I would say with this one, it being a 12-year definitely plays into that smoothness. Yeah, I like it a lot. I would definitely I would definitely recommend this one. Highly recommendable. 10 out of 10. Would try again. 
Three out of five stars wouldn't change a thing. Hashtag <laughs> Hail Nimrod. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's uh, that's all we got for this episode of Savor the Burn. Please uh, check us out on all streaming services. All uh, Anywhere you listen to all your popular uh, podcast apps, check us out there. If you want to contact us, uh, reach out info at savortheburn.com. Uh, if you want to reach Wayne at w2 <laughs> at... At SaverTheBurn.com, you can reach me, Jonathan, at SaverTheBurn.com as well. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you, Mitch, for hosting us in your house with your Absolutely. beautiful dogs. And uh, <laughs> savor that burn! <laughs> 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 <laughs>